deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. That's right, we're back here on 97.9 The Rat Race. That was winter sounds. That was winter sounds with their hit single. I'm Ben Roy. <laughs> we just rip on it. Now we don't like it. We like we're it like, too we're, much. We're, yeah, it's one of those things we're jealous decide. of. We can't decide how we feel about it. I've made people listen to it just to tell them. I'm like, it's so good. It is, dude. They're getting great reviews. It's. I I just love that everyone is like, thank you. This is what it feels like. This is what listening to we one should of these do some sort of like. uh, we should do some sort of joint thing where yeah. at the end of one of our episodes, as it comes out, it comes into like a teaser for his. But he he does that out of winter because <laughs> yeah, we yeah. play our song at the end. Yeah, yeah, and then on his, we'll do a thing where we'll do an ad for our. We're like we're like a call in, call in like uh, get it off your chest. Show that airs at night on 97.9 The Rat Race. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Guys, we don't, there's no curtain with me and Rory. We, we, te- we we'll we tell you back. the whole, we will, <laughs> we were the ones who pitched that show. Uh, how did they, how did these magic tricks get done? Mm-hmm. No what is, what is it called? What was that show actually called? Behind the Mask. I wish we could Secrets ask Aristotle, of magic. he's not earned the microphone yet. He has not earned it. <laughs> Is it called the magic. S- Secrets of Magic? Magic Revealed. Yeah. Don't tell us the answer. But when we pitched point. it, it was called How Do They Do That Trick? <laughs> and then they condensed that title for obvious reasons. Uh, um, yeah, how, we don't care. We'll tell people how things are going. I just got back from uh, San Diego. Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. I, it's it not, ceases to be San Diego. It's it not for me. Comic-Con. It's did Comic-Con. You go to, did you go to Barbusa? What is that? My favorite restaurant in San Diego. I would have. Italy. I would have. Did okay. you tell me to go there? Yes, then I, did. I Now I'm mad at myself. Okay. Because if you go, no, Corey. I didn't, I was going to be furious at you. But now I'm slightly upset with myself. You would love it. I I had some I had some good food okay. in San Diego. But you had a horrible time. I, it, it was not a horrible I, time. You know what I mean? On the convention floor. Yeah, I, that's just, it's just not for me. Where I got this I'm hat. Not, where I got this nice. hat. I do like that hat. You'd like the story in this hat. Walk up, guys selling all this stuff, right? Yeah. He's wearing one of these hats. Yeah. And for the... The listener at home, it's a blue like trucker hat, um, but then it's got a patch on it, and it's a patch like a uh, it Stephen King patch. Yeah. And uh, I, he goes, hey, you know, I'm looking at his stuff, and I go, do you sell those hats? And he's like, I do. I have no room to put. Them. I got like 20 of them in the back. I go, that's the only thing I want. He goes, all I did <laughs> I, is dude, he goes, I took you, one of my 100%. patches. I sell because he always holds his patches. I just took one of my patches and I put it on a hat. And I go, yeah, I get it. <laughs> and I, you, I, I know, lo- I know how it works. <laughs> I love it. And he goes. I can go grab you one if you want. I go, how much are they? He says, 20 bucks. I go, this is, you have a right to be offended by this in any way you want. 
but I'm only telling you the truth. I love that hat, and I have $15 on me right now. He goes, tell you what, you tell everybody you paid 20 you got it. And then on a podcast, you just I announced. Paid, so I found an extra five, uh-huh, uh-huh, and I paid 20 And I came back the next day the next to day, find and him. And he was closing up, and he thought he'd never see me. And you said, choose me, sir. Right. And that was my one good like Comic-Con convention floor moment. I, I needed a guide. I needed an interpreter. Mm-hmm. I needed a... It's chaos. I needed like a, a, a Sherpa. Is that right? Is yeah, that what that I needed? Work. You needed a Virgil. I needed someone to go, let me show you what you do want to see. Let me show you what you're interested in. Because there is very cool stuff there, but it's so overwhelming. Here's what I'm not interested in. I'm I'm not into most of the vending, which I understand is what it is. Sure. But I don't know. I just just was never a comic book person. I'm still not. I've tried with graphic novels. Mm-hmm. I they're just not. It, it doesn't click. for you me. You haven't found one that clicks for you yet. It doesn't. If click it's out for there, me. you don't know it yet. Yeah, and I I would love to one day find it. I'm not against sure. trying to find sure. it. Sure. But walking around, I was just like, oh man, I absolutely love looking at all of these costumes, even Insane. the shitty ones, mm-hmm. even the shitty ones I admired. Mm-hmm. But man, I saw some. Did you see some? I feel that, pretty cosplay. Yeah, that would have been so great. <laughs> I brought a uh, limo driver up on stage at uh, my show yeah. uh, at Team Coco House, and uh, his name was Grant. And uh, I go, a lot of you guys don't know this, this is a deep cut. Grant actually went as Anthony Hopkins from The Remains of the Day. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing like a limo driver's yeah, yeah, suit. Yeah. It's a good pull, Roar. That's um, a good pull. But uh, yeah, I... I walked around. I was fascinated by it. I was definitely overwhelmed. I definitely hate crowds of people mm-hmm. just because I just go into like high alert. Well, the thing is for us, I saw a dude dressed as Juggernaut. I saw that guy. It was unreal, mind blowing. Yeah, I saw that guy online. And I here's what I, here's what I found so interesting. And I can't believe I didn't talk about this on stage that night. A guy goes, a guy behind me, two guys, older guys go. He goes, oh, hey, look at that. That's pretty cool. The original Iron Man. White one. I. It is not my place, but I was. I was almost just like, "Oh my god!" If I know it's Juggernaut, but where are you in this place? Like, I don't belong here. But right. you think that's the original Iron Man? Like, did you stumble into this? Did your car break oh, down? Pretty and- cool. The original Iron Man. If I turned around <laughs> and that guy goes, "Dude, I've been doing that joke all day," I'd be like, "You're a genius." Then yeah, you're then, a genuine then it comes around. genius. Then it comes around. And then I hear, I'm kind of turning to the left to go down another aisle. I hear the Juggernaut guy go. No, I'm Juggernaut. Shut up. <laughs> I'm Juggernaut. I don't turn around to see. But I'm like, that guy had to say it. Yeah, hey, first Iron Man. Pretty cool, your first Iron Man, buddy. <laughs> and then I was like, if he's still joking, to approach the guy. Yeah. So great. Like, because you can't go up to Batman and go, ah, I love Superman. Everyone's like, F off. But to go up to Juggernaut and say the original Iron Man, that, no one knows you're joking. Maybe he means. He could be putting on the best show ever for his he, buddy. He predated <laughs> Iron Man as a guy who had a suit that made him strong. Yeah. But, but Juggernaut's huge, isn't Look, he? Look, this is not for debate. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> All you. we can do with is you. hope that guy was joking right. and that I was that close to a genius. <laughs> well, dude, I feel <laughs> I know. I feel you about the convention. I get anxiety. I, I can only do it in it. like spurts. But I love to see everyone loving something. I love that. If you told me, hey, there's a line over here, it's five minutes long, and you can sit in the DeLorean. You got it. That's for me. Yeah. If they said, well, Hey, you, of course. Hey, we've got a pass, you can sit side stage. And watch them announce this crazy new Marvel thing. I would gladly go do that. Mm-hmm. Kumail doing it. I if know. you said, hey, someone you know yeah. is about to experience this, you yeah. can watch it. I'd be like, I get goosebumps just thinking about it right now. Mm-hmm. But if it was like, hey, just walk around and see comic book characters that you do not know and you will never know. And they're not mainstream and you don't care. That is 99% of it. Yeah, for you. Now, granted, I, I bailed quickly. So someone might be like, oh, you were in the wrong section? Okay. You know what? So turned off by the wrong section, I'll never go back to try to find the right section. <laughs> says the, the guy. The only time the I'm going back to Comic-Con. on Hall H being like, thank you, Comic-Con! That's the only way I'm I going back. I love you guys! This has been the best time yeah. of my life. That's the only way I'm going back. So all you pennies and pallers, if you're listening, start uh-huh. rallying uh, Marvel to cast me. Yep. 
And I can't even name a character to cast me as because I don't know enough. <laughs> Uh, what what do we got? What's can I? Yeah, you have business. You're the one who has business. I got something here that's gonna blow people's mind. We're gonna have to take pictures of it. Okay. I'm gonna read the card first. Okay. Dear Daniel and Roy, my correct order. Does that hurt? Yes. But at least she said my my correct. She didn't order. say the. Yeah. Um, enclosed is the latest pen pals creation of mine to decorate my home. It's a little late for the podcast anniversary, but it will be there in time for National Cabin Day and National Root Beer Float Day. Clusterfest show was amazing, and I look forward to seeing you the next time you're in the area. Love, Diana. She might not have said love, but she did put a heart before Diana, and I'm going to say that's love. Um, that, no, I've met she, Diana. What she made, and She's I great. implore her to... I mean, to like send us a message on where people can buy these so you can make money off of this. Because I think people would buy this. Or we work with her and we break her off a piece of it. (laughs) I tell her to just go go make the money. I know, but I want to have people one easily central place. I don't know if she has like a P.O. box and all that stuff like we do. Um... This is this is a Tell calendar. Me. You're at a loss right it's now. It's called The Wisdom of Daniel and Rory, and it starts July 2019, and each month has a quote from either myself or Daniel and a picture of us in some capacity. Like, this very first one is for July 2019. Every time someone is 10 years older than you and they're like, shut up, you're young, it does kind of annoy you, but they are right, Rory. <laughs> Give me another and one. it's shit like that. Hit me with another one. August 2019. Don't commit yourself so hard to the idea that you know things that you really just believe. You can believe in something but understand that you don't know. Daniel. <laughs> so, and also, Wait, that, yes, that's t- highlight, August. Highlight some dates on August that. 2019. So coming in on the 5th, that's going to be National Cabin Day. And on the 6th is National Root Beer Float Day. Can I ask something? You can ask anything. It was the fifth actually National Cabin Day. No, remember I had shit. Yeah, because I things. thought you were upset. And when I saw that, I was like, wait, he would have been overjoyed. That would have overjoyed. been overjoyed. That would have been so, so perfect. Yeah. I he think, would have only been happy about it. I think that. I said that I want to make it either National Cabin Day That's or National right. Swim in a Lake Day. That's exactly right. Yeah. And and if you make it National Cabin Day, you accomplish both. A hundred percent. I mean, this is Rosh Hashanah. It's gonna be coming in on September thirtieth. We've got it listed. Uh, this is so great. Diana, I know. I you are insane. Like, I love it. I would love to give people the opportunity to get one of these. So let's talk to Diana. We'll figure it out one way or another if it's possible. We're going to talk to her. We will. Oh, I think some and pallers, I can't wait for Pallers and Pennies to see these things. Pennies and Pallers are going to want these things. I mean. It's just a fun calendar. Do we just, and it starts in July and it goes to July. Yeah. It's not like July to December. Diana didn't, she didn't skimp out on months. Do you think? Do you think like... Early February, she has like National David Jacoby Day. Early, when, yeah, when were we well, there? no, that was late we, February. It was late. Well, I don't we did the podcast March third. I only remember that because that guy was like three, three, three or whatever. Yeah. So we did it March third. Uh, so yeah, that would have been late February, National Jacoby Day. I can't wait to look through that and um, get them to people who want one. I had dinner. We should have. Merch. I had dinner with Jacoby. How was it? I had dinner with Jacoby last week. It was uh, it was great. I went with him and his sister and his brother in law and uh, my wife Jordan. It was great. <laughs> it's so fun. And they were all worried about why was he meeting up with you, and Jordan was probably worried about why you were meeting up with him. But they don't understand that we knew this guy. We knew was him. in our wheelhouse before we even left yeah. L.A. Jacoby already said uh, we were talking about coming back for the uh, next year mm-hmm. for Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. And Jacoby goes, you can come. He goes, but I can't front the money. <laughs> I was like, you know, it's fair. That's, that's very fair. Uh, oh. But I think that'll definitely be an annual pen, live pen pals for sure. And we'll definitely yes. go do. Jordan and I are going to go for sure. And obviously you're going to go. Yeah. Um, all right. What's up? What do we got going on? You and I need to decide if we should go on a little... Go. Uh-huh. I could go. Uh-huh. go. All right. Well, let's, then let's go. Ooh, what a jaunt! Ooh. What is a jaunt? It's, uh, it's somewhere between running and skipping. I think. Is that right? A jaunt? God, you got to earn that mic, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I have a computer in front of me. I can easily look it up. Don't. Don't. 
jaunt, uh, a short excursion or journey for, for pleasure. pleasure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We did that. We did it. All right. What do you um, got? What are you grabbing? Let me, let me, let me grab this letter here. Okay. I got one. I did, a, I did a snail mail. I did a snail mail holding it. Can I tell you something that impressed me about the snail mail? Mm-hmm. It is typed on a computer and printed. It is also verbatim of that, also handwritten. That's care. In cursive. Can I, which copy are you not going to read? Can I have hold the other one? I'm going to read this one just so I can. And it's nice handwriting. It's, I mean, it, it takes good. you a second to get acclimated, but it's very good. But once you get acclimated, you're like, there we are. I All right, let's dive this. in. Here we go. Can I, really quick, can I tell people and remind them? Yes. If you want to snail mail us something, do it. Care of the pen pals. What is it? Take Seven? a huge deep breath before you do it. Okay. The pen pals. Oh, my God. Uh, we didn't even say what it says on your hat. That's, I just said it was a Stephen King hat. But I want to say, people, I know, that's all you said. I know. The patch on Dan's hat is uh, Deary Department of uh, Public Works. We all float down here. And it looks official. If you don't read it, if you just read the top and you don't read the we all float down here, which mm-hmm. is the bottom part of the circle, mm-hmm. you glance at that and you're like, oh, yeah, that's okay. You got a hat on. I used to work for the public <laughs> water supply place. <laughs> used to be a grave digger with John Loggins. That guy used to be a grave digger over there. Daniel. I think it's 1700 West Burbank Boulevard, Burbank, California, 91506 if you want to send us something yeah, from your exactly heart. that's exactly right. All right, here we go. Okay. Dear y'all, love that. Mm-hmm. I've got to start out by letting y'all know of my favorite song right now, Familiarity by the Punch Brothers, has got to be my number one listen right now. They use bluesgrass instruments in a beautiful 10-minute piece that is very trippy. I am a penny writing to you guys from a small town in North Carolina, about half an hour from the capital. However, that fact is soon to change as I am moving to, wait for it, Chicago. Boom, 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 boom. Yep, Chicago. In August, I'll be moving to Chicago to attend the Chicago College of Performing Arts for a BFA in acting. This is what I wanted to write to you about. I'll be moving from a small town in the south to Chicago of all places. I have never lived outside of my hometown, so that in itself is going to be a first. People have been warning me about the crime, cold temperatures, and of course a very different culture. Just the other morning, I was out walking in the park by myself when an old man approached, wished me a good morning, and started walking with me. Now, that may sound like the opener to a creepy letter with a perverted (laughs) storyline, but we actually had a great conversation about his goddaughter that I happen to know since elementary school and his past as a skier. While that type of encounter is uh, common in my hometown, I know I'm supposed to use a little more stranger danger in the city. Those types of things mean I'm expecting a pretty big culture shock. From two people who have been everywhere in the country from Texas to living in Chicago itself, I'd love some advice for an 18-year-old boy moving from a small southern town to a big city up north. I love the podcast, Ian. Hold on one second. You hold it down. We sometimes will talk about a letter we'd like to grab. Sometimes we know the other person's letter. We'll pull this curtain back. Yeah. I did not know this letter, correct? Yes. Would you like to guess where I went to college? Yes. The Chicago Center for the Performing Arts. I believe you. You should. <laughs> How wild is that? That's crazy. That's so crazy. That is crazy. Have you ever said that on the show? I don't think so. Ian's a con artist, dude. He's going to learn acting. Oh, come on. Mm. This is a character. Oh, you're right. Ian, if, if that even if is you your look real at, name. Oh, if you look at the left margin, it spells out King Ponters. <laughs> that would blow my mind. <laughs> That's a deep cut reference. If you're just a penny and you've skipped in and out, that was a guy who tried to lie to us. <laughs> maybe, maybe. That's not. a guy who maybe successfully lied to us. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, I know, I know you love to work backwards, but I feel you jump in. Well, no, because I feel there's a thing up top that you could work into right now. Because you have a song you will not let go of right God. now in your life. When did I bring it up to you for the first time? Did At I... your house, you just started That's playing it. Exactly in. right, folks. <laughs> he walked in. Folks, I'm gonna while throw I it. was tap dancing with your daughter. My, and you uh... started singing this song at the top of your lungs. <laughs> my my friend Walker Barnes. Uh, puts a list together to represent uh, all of the music he loved in the previous year mm-hmm. that I'm pretty sure was released the previous year. Mm-hmm. So he made a list, and it's a lot of songs. Yeah. Um, 
he made a playlist on uh, on Spotify, and it's uh, a bunch of songs that he loved from 2018. And he sends it out in an email, and he's been doing this every year for for a while. Yeah. And uh, the very first one was Summer Sun by Ruin Brothers, R-U-E-N. And that's and all you it, needed. it hit me. That's all. I'm, I've been stuck on that one for a while. I've played <laughs> it every day. It's one of those things where you play it every day like five times uh-huh. a day, uh-huh. and after two weeks, you cannot listen to it ever again. Yeah, but you, you just you take everything good, and you ruin it. by. It's like loving someone and smothering them to death. <laughs> that's who I am, and that's how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> you are all in on it. So I, uh, I recommend that song, and uh, we'll put those up on... We got to figure out this playlist. I, if I, <laughs> I created a pen pals playlist on my account. So did Mike wanting Aristotle. So what? Here's what I'm cu- curious of. Can you see my playlist? I haven't looked. Can you see my playlist on my my account? I wonder, because if you can, I have been compiling some of the songs. We have like four. But I know that we can have a straight up pen pals account that Aristotle. So we're going to do that. to earn his microphone is trying yeah. to set up. I so swear to God, folks, we have not given up. This is going to happen, and when it does, you're going to be like, holy shit, I can't believe they finally delivered. So at the very least, you could find Rory's and then just port those songs over to the actual Pen Pals account list, right? Yeah, we're going to chat. We'll chat. We'll okay. figure it out. Let's okay. get in here. Okay. Uh, good song. I'm going to check out that song. But I love. I think I... the Punch Brothers are absolutely um, fantastic. So uh, it's no surprise that that 10-minute piece won his 10 minutes. But trippy uh, in this bluegrass way. Moving from Chicago, okay. So you moved from um, Rochelle, Illinois. the township. Mm-hmm. There it is. And did you feel like moving from Rochelle to Chicago was just a hop, skip, and a jump, or did no. that feel terrifying? It was terrifying. Take me through it, because because he's going to Chicago. So let's talk. You have this experience. You're right. Yeah. Um, I remember being afraid every time I was on the subway. Yes. Every time. You just you're not used to constantly being in that proximity with other people, yes. friendly or unfriendly. Yes, uh, I remember. I think it was my second or third day in the city. This guy got on the tr- on the red line train middle of the afternoon, and he goes, "Hello, everyone. I would like to talk to you guys because I am in need of money. Now, I do not have a knife in my pocket. I do not have any other weapons concealed that I could use to beat you with. I'm just a person asking if you can help me out. And I'm like, this guy's got a knife. <laughs> Why are you of even course, introducing of course, this? Of course, of course. Scared me. It's so interesting because he was like, if I bring it up, then they'll know I don't have it. Like, <laughs> right. Or they're all going to be like, you definitely have a knife. <laughs> right. So, um, so it was very scary. And I think yeah. what I first had to do... Because I was at the exact same school that you're going to, was I made close relationships with the people that I was surrounded by. So Paul Lopez, uh, one of my best friends and my college roommate from day one, um, you know, built that relationship there. And then I slowly don't try to take it all at once. Like I just tried to expound my area, honestly, like block by block. And I can give you some advice about Chicago. You only need to learn to start out. You only need to really learn about five streets. And and the ones you need to really learn are, let's say, Lakeshore Drive. You Wait, can, let's say or you know the five? Some people might say <laughs> some people might say you need more than no, this. No, you you said five. Okay. This is dance Lake five. Lakeshore Drive. Dan, hashtag dance five. Lakeshore Dan, hashtag dance five streets. <laughs> I would go Lakeshore Drive. Then I would go Western. And said, so now you're running north-south on both sides of the city. And then I would go, I would honestly probably go Irving Park, Fullerton, and Chicago Avenue. Yeah. And once you've learned those five, just ask people, like, is it between this and this? Is it closer this way or closer the other way? And then once you get that, everything just, you know, is pretty much going to be between Lakeshore Drive and Western. Yes. But so start small. Don't try to take it all on at the same time. And give your look at it as more of an adventure to explore. And I would say, and Rory, I think you would agree, you travel as much as anybody and certainly as much as I do. Yeah. Um, that friendly guy you met, there are... A million of those guys in Chicago. Yeah. On the whole, people are genuinely nice and engaging people. Yes. Now you're you're moving to a different place. Right. The the exciting thing about it is that it's a different place. Right. So when people are like, ah, oh, I mean, I, look, the cold temperatures. I'm not even going to go there because that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. That's what that's just what you're going to have to. But deal you're going to find a way to love that too. Trust yeah. Me. It'll grow on you. It'll it'll become its own thing. But. 
as far as people being like, they're warning you about the crime called temperatures and the very different culture. I mean, the very different culture is the entire reason to do anything in your life at all, right. ever. It's the, like when the, someone says, well, th- it's not going to be the same as here. God, I hope not. I, I know. What you've already you done here. <laughs> right. Nothing against here, but no. you've already done here. So, it like, go somewhere new, else. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also think, uh, you know, because I, I can relate to the fact that I'm from the South. I'm not necessarily from a place that I consider a small town in the South. Mm-hmm. I think it's a decent-sized city. But uh, when I moved to D.C., and then New York City, and now L.A., what you will come uh, to love and be so grateful for is the vast amount of diversity um, that exists in cities, uh, in bigger cities. Now, that doesn't mean that there is this incredible amount of integration. I think large cities still are greatly segregated, Mm -hmm. and I think it's, it's something that's talked about. I think there could be you know, maybe there's some cities where that's changing, where yeah. that that is that's changing because people talk about it and people make a conscious effort to to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, regardless of the fact that there's still a separation, uh, there is still, especially living in New York City, there is still a ton of people from everywhere all mashed together. In one place. Now, I can't say if, if Chicago is necessarily like that. New York City was that for sure, me. Yeah. And they're all mashed in one place. And you you come to absolutely love it and crave it and want it and need it. It's it's what helps you travel the world in the least expensive way possible mm-hmm. is when the world is brought to you. You will never see everywhere. But what if most places were like, oh, we also live near you. So if you want to try authentic blah, blah, blah food, sure, whatever sure. it is, name name your food you want to try right. from whatever country, you know, in bigger cities, you have that that opportunity uh, to, to do that and to get to know other cultures. So when people say there's going to be a culture shock, I mean, I would love to think that that's why you're moving. And as someone who's going to study acting – I would hope that that culture shock is a part of the education of different characters and different uh, things that you can draw from as an actor to inform your your characters. Because getting to know other people and being surrounded by other people and seeing how other people live uh, is specifically from your career standpoint is a big part of you being able to create uh, genuine characters that 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 have real life experiences at their foundation yep. as to why we want to watch you be somebody, because we want you to kind of give us a flavor of other people that you, that we don't know that we haven't met. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say now I want to think of like, is there any tips for living in a city, having never lived in the city that we could give? Like, for example, I would say always know your stop on the train and yeah. pay attention as to where you are. Don't there's no yes. you don't need to be too cool to not stand up and go look at the map. Like get your yeah. bearings. There yeah. are millions of people doing the same thing every day. Yes. So know where you're going to go before it's too yes. late. Don't be afraid to ask people. Don't right. be afraid to engage with people. Right. It is intimidating. But you're just living in a place and I would guess, I don't know where in North Carolina you're from. I'm just going to guess that Chicago is more diverse. Sure. But um, you're you're also just, it's just a higher population. So when people t- warn you about the crime, yes, there, there could ratio-wise be a similar amount of crime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just don't, you, there's a g- way greater population. You're coming from a small town where you're right. like, I felt safe talking to that old man. Well, I'll tell you what, that old man knows a serial killer. <laughs> right. God, I hope that quote ends up in a calendar one day. <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, like, don't don't look at it like, oh, this place is dangerous. There's crime. There's crime everywhere. I've never felt safer than when I lived in New York City. When I go back to my hometown in Greenville and I walk around, uh-huh. if I walk around downtown, I feel a little more exposed. I feel a little more like I could be a target of something right. because maybe where I'm walking is less people. There's comfort in the mass. Yes. New York City made me feel safe. And I, I know that you have in the back of your head, like, well, what about a terrorist attack? And all that. There are things, there are horrific events that you cannot predict. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, as as a citizen of this life, you can't prevent. And yeah. 
That's just it. But that isn't going to be enough to stop you from going to Chicago and deciding you want to expand your horizons and get to know other people. I don't think it'll be a culture shock. You're you're still going to a place that speaks English. You're still going to a place that doesn't require a passport to get there. It will be yeah. overwhelming. Get to know the subway. You, know you live in a time where you can jump on Ubers. You can dip your toe yeah. into the hot tub. It's not like you got to... Ha- you, you know, I, I didn't have money for cabs. I was a subway guy. There weren't birds and lift right. scooters. Right. There weren't Uber cars. Right. You were either taking a cab, which you couldn't afford as a comic at the time. So you had to take mm-hmm. the subway or the path train. And you just learned those maps and you learned those stops. Don't be intimidated by it. Repetition and experience will just make it all a second language to you. Um, but don't uh, don't forget the fact that you're going to be in college as a freshman. There are going to be how many? Is it a big school? No. Well, there's going to be other people yeah. experiencing the same 30. thing, coming from a different place who've yeah. never been to Chicago. So you're not going to be alone. Because they don't even like to draw from Illinois. In this adventure. They like to pull, you know, so you, everybody's going to be from yeah. somewhere. Yeah, sure. I'll say this, too, about trains. Uh, when it's not very packed and you're waiting for a train, wait near the middle area where a lot of people are. But as you're learning the city, sit in the very go up and sit in the very front car. Same thing with buses. Sit up near the front. The reason being, you can ask the conductor a question. You can ask the bus driver, hey, where do, if I wanted to get off here, this is where I go. Don't be a sh- like too proud or whatever to do those things. It'll make you feel a little bit safer, too, because you're up by somebody who works there, if that's something you even encounter. And on the subject of being safe, this is the other thing I'll tell you in the city, because you can run into a lot of scenarios. You're a college kid you might be coming back at four in the morning and not really remember what train you're supposed to take if you ever feel uncomfortable go with that yes if you're like I feel always like, if you're like i feel like that person is staring at me get off a stop early and wait for the yes. next train yes like follow that instinct jack phillips remember my my boss jackie jack phillips, p he taught me one thing too he goes he goes daniel <clears throat> if you're ever afraid walking at home in chicago in the middle get then get into the middle of the street and walk there it's the most well-lit area of any block, and nobody who's and looking— that way, only a car can kill you, right. and but, they will. But he would say that the most end. crimes are opportunity, and if you take away the opportunity to be like pulled in between two buildings or something like that, and you're standing, you're just walking on a deserted street, yes. well-lit, you're going to be safer then, too. So yeah. follow your instincts, um, but also realize, like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm okay. You know, judge it. Yeah. Judge it. Judge but it. also, and I would say this, at the beginning, your instincts— uh, You're gonna there, be a little you, heightened. You will. Be, there will be heightened, yeah. and you will go. Oh, my instinct is that maybe this isn't safe. Don't feel bad that you 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 felt that way, but know that over time you'll you will come to understand how some of those moments of feeling uh, nervous or feeling like something's up. You over time, as you get older and you live in a crowded place, you will come to realize how ridiculous some of those moments were. Right, but. Some that, of them. <laughs> that, yeah. But you, you will get to a point where you, you understand that. And you, I, I would say you are coming from a place where you only know what you know. And mm-hmm. you're going to a new place to learn a whole bunch of new stuff. Congratulate yourself for going out into sure. the world to meet other people and do something different. And don't let anyone tell – don't let anyone plant a seed in your mind that keeps you from fully exploring and enjoying this experience, because whatever you do after Chicago, four years of college flies by faster than your four oh, years man. of high school. And already right now, you're like, man, high school seemed to fly by. College goes even faster. Yep. So enjoy it. Enjoy Chicago. Enjoy it. You might be the, that might be the only four years you ever lived there. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? What you, get? you get a job right out of Chicago, and you're never back there ever again the rest of your life. So enjoy it. Soak it up. Experience it. But be safe. Be smart and um, and yeah, I, I think that's. I think that's it. Don't talk to old men. Do not, do not, Ian, <laughs> Ian, get away from him. I'm there in Chicago. Ian, get away from that man. And hey, and next time one of us is in town, I might be there in December doing shows. That's a little teaser for something that isn't finalized yet. Uh, that's and that's a great plug, Dan. Dan's, our, you know, Dan's hypothetical plugs are some of the best plugs you can get. Uh, <laughs> but next time Rory or I, or or I are in town, come out and see us and say hi. Let us know how the experience is going. We're pen pals. We deserve to know. Yeah, enjoy enjoy this experience and uh, and don't be. Don't be scared, but also don't feel weird that you're scared. You're going to be scared. You're going to be nervous. Mm-hmm. And since you're going to CCPA? Be smart. 
Go to Exchequer. They do not ID when you go in there. Milner's Pub is right, pretty good We just good said be well. safe and be smart. Now you're like, here's where you can get fucked up. <laughs> and then walk in the middle of the street junk. You're like, oh, my pen pal told me. He said to walk on the train tracks. He said die in the street. <laughs> Thanks, Ian. All right, Ian. Sincerely. Royce Cole. And Daniel Vanker. When was the last time you did something just for you? Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girl Strip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. We're back. And we're back. Love radio voice. It's it's hard to not do it. That's why I think I'm so happy with Ben's uh, show because it gives me that. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to create that, but I want to hear it. I want to be like, I want to hear the version of this. Mm-hmm. And he went out and did it. And God, it feels good to hear. I it. want I want him to start incorporating other comics dates, like plugging people like on his show. Oh, that's smart. I'm gonna tell him that. Yeah, I'm and that can that be their him. way of being a guest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's I'll a show. Him, I'll give you credit for that. <laughs> hey, as long I. as it comes about, I don't care. All right. I'm going to grab my letter, okay? Jump high. Okay. Here I go. <laughs> I hurt my knee. I hurt my knee. I hurt my knee. Okay. All right. Here we go. Dear Daniel Very Vaniel Kiggity Canyon and Rory Skiggity Scoville. I don't like that order, but I'll tell you what, I like that scatting. (laughs) I like the order. Not sure about the scatting. First things first. I am a feaster for life and love your stories on the crab feast. Hey, hey, playa. There it is. Or if you're Ryan Sickler, it's hey, hey, playa. Hey, hey, playa. Okay. My girlfriend and I have been in a relationship between a year and a half and two years. We are both 31 and do not live together, but stay over at each other's homes two to three times a week on average. I mention that because we have both I'm sorry, we have both seasoned veterans oh he meant to say we are both we are both seasoned veterans in the dating world, have our group of friends and have have experience in life so far. She shows zero infect affection to me, no matter how big or small. This is a very important aspect of 
a relationship and also the defining factor that separates friends from someone you are in a romantic relationship with. Anytime we hold hands, I have to make the effort. Her hand is always either stiff or limp. If we kiss, I have to kiss her. She has never randomly kissed me just because she wanted to. When we sleep together, I try to get close to her, and she either tells me to scoot over away from her, or if I put my arm over her, she lays there like a zombie and doesn't do or say anything as if I'm a total stranger. Holding your girl in bed is one of the best aspects of a relationship in my and Daniel's opinion. I don't remember sharing that. I feel totally alone in this relationship, more than if I were single. It also makes me feel kind of sick knowing that if I didn't kiss her or show any other sign of affection, it wouldn't happen ever. I have talked to her about these issues probably five to six times over the past six months and have been patient with her. I do not nag her or ever try to let her or try to let her get better. So let me say this again. Yeah, I'm going to let you say that again. Thank you. I do not nag her ever and try to let her get better and make improvements on her own pace that she's comfortable with. She acknowledges that she, quote, doesn't know how to show affection on her own. I do not see how this is even possible, but she acknowledged that she has issues and says we'll work on her issues and that I'm and that, quote, I'm worth it. Never once has she made an effort to try to work on her issues after we talk. Nothing has changed. I'm getting to the point where I feel depressed a lot and feel better when I'm away from her. How much longer should I keep giving her chances? chances? Affection is a massively important aspect of a relationship, and it being one-sided like this is really killing me. Any words of advice would be greatly appreciated. I'm from Wichita, Kansas, and talk about your show to everyone I can. Hashtag growing it and showing it. like that yeah i like that too the um, hashtag that's the hashtag rough. not the sad part <laughs> god i love that he's going through this <laughs> um that's rough roar you know what it is rough it is feels like it's been talked about it is rough it's been talked about you step back you take some deep breaths dan and i are not dating uh experts Mm-mm. uh some would say how we are in you know how we have succeeded in any type of a relationship is 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 it is uh impressive yeah i'd say so <laughs> i i can't say that i know the the rights and wrongs or the ups and downs but i will i will say we we don't know why she has trouble showing affection sure it could be a number of things right And I know that we always go back to this, but I think it is always a great starting point. Um, There is a conversation about her seeing a therapist, someone she could talk to, because maybe that person helps her work through something. Mm -hmm. And maybe she figures out why she has a hard time showing affection or why she doesn't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, you know, maybe they uncover something, maybe nothing. Because the very first question would be, do you want to? Yeah. and, and And she might say... Yes, but I don't know how, or it seems to be honest, to me, not really. It seems to me that's what she has said to him, at least. Right. I'm kind of getting that she's saying, like, you're when she's like, you're worth it, and saying, I don't know how to show sure. affection on my own. I think saying that out loud is not the same as saying, I don't want to show it. Right. But there is a world when you do have to sort of balance someone making that effort to mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. You know, if, 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 if my wife has come up to me six times in six months mm-hmm. to talk to me about something mm-hmm. and I have not made an effort to change it, mm-hmm. that that is a huge red flag. Yeah. Because honestly, and that's what ends up becoming irreconcilable differences. Yes. That is what it ends up being. Yes. Like, oh, we'll just, we're never going to match up on the thing that makes this happy for both of us. Yeah, exactly. And that's just what happens. Yeah. And I, this person is saying, look, Affection is a it's a huge thing for me. And of course it is. It's like you it's one know, of the five love languages. It's one of the five love languages. The love languages. Um, and have um, we talked about them on here? We probably have, right? I think we did. I don't know. Gifts. I don't know. Did we talk about don't the ask five love languages? <laughs> well, he can nod. <laughs> um I don't know that we have talked about gifts, it. Gifts, quality time, affirming words, acts of service, and uh touch. Yeah. And so, I mean, if you got to like reach out to hold hands, I mean, these are, I, I got to say, like leaning, like you, like 
there's a part of me that's like, go a month and don't kiss her and see if she kisses you. I think he knows the answer. I think we all know the answer. Yeah. But let's say you do it and she doesn't kiss you in a month. Are you like, hey, let's talk about this? Because I'm like, hey, just so you know. You got your answer. I decided to not kiss you for a month. You didn't even notice and you didn't want to kiss me. What are we doing? Right. I would and, and say, we can both still be good people. You can yeah. be a good person that's just, just not the way you show yeah. affection towards someone that you're with. And I can be the type of person who desperately needs that. Yes. And that might mean that we are no longer as much, if at all, up this level of each other's lives. Yeah. And that's okay. I, I, I yeah. People I wanna... get so obsessed with this, somebody has to be wrong. No, two people can just realize they're different. What I want to say here is, first off, and this is all, obviously, all of our information is only based on what someone tells us in a letter. So based on this information, this letter, I would say, keep in mind what you're telling us about yourself and her. No one is wrong here. This is no one's fault. Right. You know, like, if you get the idea that she actually doesn't want to be with you, and that's what this is, Mm -hmm. then... Then I, I suspect he has brought that up and said that. Yeah. And that led her down the road of saying, well, I don't know how to show affection on my own, but you are worth it. Right. Now, the, words, her words her deciding to, to change or grow or do whatever to facilitate your needs, you know, I, there's a give and take here. You, you have needs and you need affection. And mm-hmm. that's not – there's nothing wrong about that. So you need someone who can supply that. And from what you're telling me, it seems like she just isn't that person who is like that, but does still like being with you. Yeah. So I would say... Which is a friendship. Yeah, which is a friendship. So I would say in this particular case, it just looks like to me that you guys are not the... Compatible. You're just not compatible. You're not the relationship that maybe either of you is looking for. And I don't think you need to be doing tons of extra work to get some of these, in my opinion, very basic types of very love basic. communication. Yeah. Holding hands, uh, like cuddling in bed, mm-hmm. kissing. Which everyone knows where I stand on bed cuddling. We, you've, well, you won't shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, honestly, we're tired of hearing it. <laughs> but what I would say, I would say based on... Uh, Based on just those things, which are so basic, like, I, my heart goes out to her for not knowing how to show that affection. Yeah. And if she truly does want to show that affection, I do think that that if she does want to, she then then that you have to take steps to learn how to do that. Yep. What I'm saying, I'm not saying she's wrong to, because she might be like, but I don't want to be the person who does that. I'm not that person. Right. There's someone out there that would love that she. The, yeah, we don't. Kiss, right. We don't. We we just. That's how we are. And yep. I. You know what? I would take a bullet for her right yep. now. That's why I'm saying she is my wrong. rock. That's why. Yeah, no you one's only wrong. You get into wrong. You're just when on you different levels of affection. Somebody. Yeah. That's when you get into wrong. <clears throat> if yeah. she's saying you're worth it, but she knows damn well she does not want to kiss yeah. you. Yeah. So now, so let's that's talk. When you only get into that. But when a, a person is the way they are, like yeah, it's don't get me. There's another thing that people split. Like, well, it sucks, so it has to be wrong. Like, no, it can. Break your heart and, and it's still and, not and wrong. make the most sense. Yes, there is. So let's talk like sort of a subtext here. There is a world where she just doesn't know how to break up with him. Let's sure. let's entertain that. Sure, that's not what that. I don't think that's what's coming through in this letter. Right, right, right. But there is a world, right, where that's like, like that. That jumps out at me. Mm-hmm. So if that jumps out at me, and what we know is that she hasn't made an effort to learn how to like show her an affection, which I do. I do think is. I think maybe a first step is therapy. Sure. Um, then I, I think, I think either way, I think you already kind of know where you're at with this relationship. Right. I think you got to sit down, you have to have one talk and you have to say, if I am worth it and you do want to learn how to show affection, Mm -hmm. tell me right now, if she says yes, then you have to say, all right, I'm going to sit back and see what you think the plan is. Because right now, he's saying she's made no effort. Right. She might not know she's under the gun, or she might think she has made effort. She might think she's made effort. She might think she might not know the clock is ticking. Right. She might not know he's watching right. to like kind of see it. Right. She might not be the person who registers these things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There is a very real 
person out there that does care, but just you just kind of get lost in their brain. I'm not saying that's like necessarily okay right. when it's like the person you're dating and living with. Are they living together? Right. And I think one of the big things I hope Did everybody's... Did they say they're living together? Yeah. Uh, no, they spend two to three nights a week together. Well, we do not live together. Right. But I think that... So, you know, so what we're trying to do is we don't want to condemn <clears throat> her, but we don't necessarily want to excuse her either. But that's why you can only live for yourself in a relationship. So I love what you're saying, Rory, because to me, she, if somebody says, you're worth it, I hear what you're saying, I want it to be different... I wouldn't say go as far to give them an ultimatum, but go, say this. Okay, that makes me feel good, and I am choosing to believe you. Yeah. So what I need is to see some of that work. And if that means that you go and talk to somebody about why you just feel that you're different, if you think that there's an issue there and you want to go do that, that is a decision another person needs yeah. to make for themselves. <clears throat> if if you go to – maybe that doesn't mean you're super affectionate right away, but I see that you are going to therapy. Or yeah. maybe it is a sort of thing where – you grab my hand on the way to dinner in the car and say, like, I really love being next to you. Yeah. And, and, and so, yes, maybe that doesn't mean I get to sleep, you know, the Dan Van Kirk style of cuddling all night long. But I get a handhold in a, in a, in a moment, which is a yes. little bit. So say, here's what I'll need from you, babe. I just need you. Show me some of these nuggets that these things are happening. And I'm not going to give you an ultimatum, but I do need you to know. Yes. That if, if they aren't conveyed or I don't see them. It's impossible for me yeah. to do this much longer. I mean, longer. this is just a classic F2F. You're right. And I honestly think it's an F2F, a potential F2F double header, because he's got to go F2F with her. And then if it does matter and she legit is like, mm-hmm. I'm going to make a change, she's got to go F2F with herself, <sighs> i.e. a therapist. Yeah. I mean, you're, talking, you're talking F2F dubhead. I'm talking about an F2F dubhead. <sighs> I mean, that's just what I'm talking about. But I do. I want to say this. This chat has to take place. And here's what I want you to keep in mind about this situation because I think if this relationship ends or you – I think this guy could walk away from this relationship going, going, what is wrong with me? Why could I not get her to want to show show me affection? I I don't know you. If I hung out with you guys, maybe I will go, oh, actually, you do this. Right. Like, I, and I'm, now I'm seeing another side of right. it. You're a biter. Every like time said, someone reaches for your hand, you bite them. Yeah, when you cuddle That's in bed, you, you bite her ear, and it's awful. Um, so just going with what we do know, I want to put this out there. And I, I don't mean this to sound insulting. It's just what popped in my head as something I think it, it makes sense. Hey, we're pen pals here. When a dog is abused mm-hmm. as a puppy or whatever mm-hmm. point, mm-hmm. You then see that that dog is on guard almost the rest of its life. Yeah. And you go to show it affection. And it that dog even. wants to cuddle. Sure. That dog but wants to no, lick your face. Yeah. But and it, it and that dog can't even remember why it is on edge. Mm-hmm. It's its memory doesn't even know. Mm-hmm. Humans, we are like that too. There is shit that I do now. As like in a fucked up way for whatever reason, how I deal with stress or anxiety yeah. or how I respond to people or how I treat people. Yeah. That it, it very it, it, there's a potential that it's triggered by something that happened to me that I can't even remember. And I don't even know that that's if I could just, if I just could remember that and deal work my way through that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would change all these other things. I have so like, I have things like that in relationships. Yes. Where I'm like, oh, if that's how you want to handle this, I, I can't I'm out. Yeah, and that's so. Yeah, there's yes. totally things like that. It's and 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 so to this point, there is a chance when she's like, I don't know how to show my affection on my own. She doesn't even know what maybe. I mean, also people could just be born the way they're born. Sure, true. She 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 something could have happened to her. She could have a traumatic past that she can't just recollect because right. our brains are like they protect us. And if she doesn't want to deal with it. She doesn't have to. Exactly. But you don't have to be in a relationship that's crushing yeah. your heart. And I think that's why we're we're saying no one's wrong here. Right. Because no one has the responsibility to have to change. You don't have to, to meet her on her level and she doesn't have to meet yeah, you, you on your level. You don't have to level. give up hand-holding and yes. kissing and but cuddling. I would say put in the back of your mind, something like Dan said, she might not know that she's not showing affection. Right. She might not know it. So it is definitely a huge conversation right out of the gate. F2F. You've got to lay it out there. It's got to be very black and white. Here are the bullet points and here's what's wrong. And he, the and you need to know the clock is ticking for me. And if that if and you and say to her, if that doesn't bother you that the clock is ticking, you've got to say that's fine. But we we have to stop doing this to each other. Right. Because we I'm are asking not more the thing. of you than you want to give, which can't yes. feel good. You're basically just 
in a relationship that needs to end and neither of you are ending it. There's a world where she, I mean, the fact that she has never shown affection, I don't think that she's like, oh, I want to break up with him. I don't know how. Mm -hmm. If she has never shown affection, to me, I'm reading that as that is a deeper thing Mm -hmm. that could just be the way she was born and that's just how she is and this is who she is and that's fine. Right. Or there could be something that kind of triggers this and she is unaware of how to do it. Maybe it's a thing that she has to learn or she has to learn that she needs to stop saying to him like, oh, I'm sorry, you're worth it. I I wish I knew how to show affection on my own. She might need to learn that she does know how to show affection on her own and she has her ways of doing it that he doesn't process, that he doesn't recognize. But instead of her going, oh, I'm sorry, I, I do want to be able to show affection. She might need to talk to someone just to learn that she has been doing it. And then she can go, you know what? I'm good, actually. And, we, we you know, the pen, the pen pals are right. We're just not compatible. <laughs> right. And but that's I think, okay. I, yeah. I, and I think you have to accept that that's okay. And like, like Dan and I are saying, from where we're sitting in this studio, it's easier for us to say it's okay. Because obviously deep emotions, hurt, pain, all of the things come with facing the reality of love. But... What What is out there and waiting on you is the exact thing that you do want and the exact relationship that you do want to have. And you will never get to it if you keep convincing yourself that this is that relationship. Mm-hmm. So I would say give yourself one more discussion to see if this is that relationship. Yeah. Because all relationships require work. So I don't want to say walk away from this just because here's some work. Right. It sounds it like sounds you tried like, to do some. I, that's what I want to say. It sounds like you've been doing a lot of work for a long time. And what we don't know is if she has been doing work right. that maybe he doesn't know about. You know? But the thing There's a me- world where she, she could write us a letter and go, actually, I went to a therapist right. for a year. Right. And nothing changed. Right. And then they'd be like, good for you. Hey, you tried, but you guys just aren't on a thing. Right. And both of you are trying to fix a relationship that you are you you're putting time and energy into a relationship that is honestly it sounds like a great friendship. That's what I'm saying. You might enjoy so value each other. That. You might even be attracted to each other. But that those two things do not equal a successful relationship. Yeah. Romantic relationship. And the yeah. one thing I want all of our pen pal uh, pen palers and pen pennies to listen to pen pennies. is is and and this goes right back to our friend here is you everyone is entitled with the right to be loved the way they feel the most love. Obviously, those are within means. Don't you can't be at the sake of hurting yourself or hurting someone else. Right. Yeah. But if if you are a person who loves getting a gift and that makes you feel the most love, that person picked that thing out. Maybe they spent a little bit of money. You know, they thought of you on their trip. Whatever that was, and you tell the person in your life, it makes me feel the most happy when you give me a gift. If they say to you, "T.S. I don't do those things. That's not what I do." Okay, but you need to go find someone who did does. Did you say T.S.? Yeah, tough shit. Oh, because I, I was like, did he not know it's P.S.? <laughs> <laughs> T.S., one more thing. T.S., toast script. Um, but you have a right to be loved the way you experience love. You are in a, a marriage that you are very happy, Rory, and you, you, it is about how that person loves you, and it's right. about how the way you love them, that that is what keeps it going. And if you're with somebody who's great on nine out of ten things, and that tenth thing is makes me feel loved, and it isn't there, it's the other nine don't really fucking matter. Right, yeah, yeah. So, and, and you know what? Like you had highlighted, his girlfriend— And that could also go the other way. You might go, hey, I don't right. care about that one thing. Right. Hey, great. She has a right to be loved and to— to give love to a person the way that they want to receive it. Yeah, yeah. So somebody else might be like, you don't ever have to fucking touch me at all. Just spend time together. Yeah. Let's just do shit together. I don't yeah. care about being touched ever. Yeah. And so don't ever forget, you have the right to be made happy by the person you spend your time with. And if that isn't happening and no work wants to be done on it and that work doesn't – or that work put in and it just comes out still being a wash – Hug that person. Yeah. Say thank you for this experience in my life, and I hope you find the happiness you need, just like I'm going to find the happiness I need. Yeah. You got to go F to F. You got to work on communication, mm-hmm. and you got to just you got to accept that maybe you got to walk away. And then someday, and that's just it. You'll find yourself in an RRGT. Hell yeah, dude! A badass <laughs> RRGT. Hell yeah. That's a good letter. That's tough yeah. times. Sorry you're going through that. But, but we appreciate you writing your pen pals. And, and uh, we meant everything you said. We are not professionals, but we care. Sincerely, so. Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scoble. It wasn't so long ago. Yeah.
A podcast network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.